Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Atkinson here with another edition of Full Measure After Hours. And guess who's joining me today? There's a limited edition of producers who've been on, but today it is... Hey, Daniel Steinberger here, and great to be with you again. Good to have you. Investigative producer Daniel Steinberger, super smart. I love taking him on trips with me because he's so organized. He's so well-read in on everything. He sees things I don't see necessarily. Maybe I'm off in one direction, and he's observing things in another. Really invaluable to have along. So Teamwork teamwork makes the dream work, right? (laughs) Yeah. And aren't we still, we have to say we're the fastest growing podcast right. in America because we started with zero right. and right. now we have something more than that. Right. No, it's great to be, great to be with you. It was, we, uh, we took a fun trip uh, a little while ago and we went down to the border because um, you were really, we were, tr- we were trying to figure out what is really happening along the U.S.-Mexico border. Um, President Trump um, obviously, it was a big campaign promise of his in 2016. Was building a wall. Building a wall. Um, and uh, we set out to figure out you know, how much of the wall, if anything, has been built. You know, because if you're like me, you've been hearing contradictory things. First of all, sometimes you hear, oh, the wall's being built. There's tons of wall. More often, I hear it reported in the media, there's no wall that's been built. Or if there's anything, it was stuff that was started under Obama and it's kind of hard to know the truth. So we went to the Arizona border. We looked at the border. We looked at the wall and the walls and the fencing. And I've been there off and on for years. So I saw a huge difference. And I thought we'd talk about that today. We'll give you some stats in a moment. But one thing to point out, President Trump, when he was candidate Trump in 2015, said from the start, we don't need a physical border along the whole a physical barrier along the whole border because about half of it's covered with natural barriers. I think it's somewhere around 2,000 mile southern border. So we're talking about maybe half of that that needs a wall. Some of it already had a wall. Um, But according to Border Patrol, a lot of the wall that was there or the fencing was completely ineffective. We saw evidence of that with videos and we heard testimony about that. What would you say you observed when you saw sort of the variety of barriers and fencing on the border? Yeah, I was surprised. I had had never been down to that area. And um, there was definitely a wide range from little barbed wire fences to, I guess, what they call vehicle barriers, which is kind of just some metal, jagged metal that kind of like goes out in a couple directions, basically to prevent... Like barricades. They have a name for that. Normandy barricades, I think. And so basically, it's so vehicles can't just, like, drive over the border. Um, Then they're really harder fencing um, and, you know, more uh, with with barbed wire, Constantina wire. Um, So we saw a good wide range of what there was. Um, And when you talked about the the natural barriers, um, what Cheryl's referring to is 
mountains or big, large bodies of water. The Rio Grande. Right. Um, and there are parts where, like, it's really hard. <laughs> you have to really make a, an effort to get across. Well, one thing we learned to deviate for a moment, though, is even these places where everybody says, oh, you don't need a physical barrier, that's where they're crossing now. They can do it. They have the will. So we saw evidence that the cartels are going through the river, and they're going through the hardest parts of the mountains. So that's another issue. But when it comes to the, the fencing, what I saw most commonly years back was something I think they refer to as landing mat material. It looks almost like corrugated metal, and it's not see-through, looks kind of old. And, you know, they figured out pretty easily how to climb over that and defeat that. So those are some of the places that I noticed have been entirely replaced. I mean, that was the biggest difference I saw. There's something new there now that looks old. I kept saying it looks rusty, but that's the look of the fencing. So it's new fencing that looks kind of rusty, but it's replaced that it's replaced that landing mat fencing in many areas. Yeah, and um, you mentioned that, that, that people are going over in sort of really rugged areas. Um, we went out with the Border Patrol team, uh, a special unit called Borstar, um, and they took us into some of those areas. And they were telling us about, um, you know, at times they have to go in on helicopters or mountain back, um, you know, or, or on horses. Um, but we went out um, in. We went out with the Borstar team um, in what was basically a a, um, a Polaris vehicle, and they rigged it with some really interesting um, military specifications with a scope package, where they're looking out into known areas, and they can see a lot farther with these scopes. Um, and, and this is inland. This is actually like 30, 35 miles away from the border. Um, trying to get people that have successfully crossed and are now trying to hike and get into the country, you know, by foot or by other by other means, or you know, sometimes that people get picked up in cars. Um, so that was really interesting, seeing how um, the border patrol, and this was specific to this area, that they there was they used their ingenuity, their knowledge of the area to kind of build and retrofit this Polaris vehicle that they are using to try to go after people. Well, and one thing we saw too. When people get over the wall, yes, there's technology, there's cameras that may see it. They may be able to, to pinpoint who came over at what point on the wall. But then we were surprised, I guess, kind of each time I go, I still see them using these old-fashioned methods. When somebody's in the United States, they, they have to, like, watch for footprints and try to figure out, look for broken twigs. Where did these people disappear after they got into the U.S., into the brush and into the neighborhoods? So all the technology they have really only goes so far if someone gets over the wall. So that's the thing is if they could stop people from getting in, it would be much more efficient than sending bands of Border Patrol out to try to hunt them down afterwards, and oftentimes they miss them entirely. We were in the Tucson sector of Arizona on our most recent trip, which is 262 border miles, one of the busiest for illegal immigrants and drugs. And some of the fencing we saw, I mean, there's such a variety they're double layers. Sometimes there's a fence and then another fence. They've extended the fencing higher than it used to be. They've added, I'll tell you this story I think is interesting. Some years ago, in this poor part of the fencing, when I spoke to a Border Patrol agent for a story, I said, clearly they're climbing over this. Why isn't there barbed wire on top? And he said, we're not allowed to. It might hurt somebody. And I just was so confused by that because the point is to stop people. Well, we went back this time, and there was 
concertina wire, looped and loops and loops of this around the new fencing. So there finally is an extra layer of deterrent that they were apparently not allowed to use some years ago. Um, but we still saw people climbing over they it. They were still climbing we, over and it. We, were on, we went on the hunt. Um, we, the, we, while we were out with Border Patrol, they got a call. Um, and that was what Cheryl was saying about you know, kind of old-fashioned boots-to-the-ground um, detective work, looking under rocks or looking at footprints, looking in different areas. And they got a call while we were there. Um, and the guy A photo had been taken right. of an illegal immigrant climbing over one of the most fortified areas of New Wall. Yeah, and the guy didn't go very far. He decided he was going to hide in a tree for a while, um, and uh, eventually they found him. And the the Border Patrol agent that we were with, I asked him afterward, what, what was the chance of you finding him when you th- when we initially got this call? And I think he said it was like it was like 85% that we were not going to find him, and they did. I mean, it took him like an hour, hour and a half. I mean, think of the manpower it took, manpower it took to catch one guy that made it over the wall. It's just, it's sort of ridiculous. Yeah, it was like at least five or six agents and several cars, and then, and then because he was cut up, they have to call a medic. Um, so we saw that process, um, and uh, it was interesting. Do you have something to say and want to make your own podcast? Let me tell you how to do that for free with Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's all you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, so let's get some stats, um, which we are finally able to get. And it's changed a little bit since we were there, so you'll probably remember the new ones. But since President Trump took office in early 2017, nearly $10 billion has been secured to build 509 miles of new border wall system. Not been built yet, but they got the money for 509 new miles. So far, they have built, I think when we asked at first, something like 76 miles, but what are they up to now? Yeah, I think think it was initially 75, and now they're up to 81. 81 miles of built new wall. Now, before I finish the stats, let me just say that some of this has been replacement wall, so it's not added barriers necessarily. Very few of it is added. It's where Border Patrol told them they most need fortification because the fencing that was there wasn't working. So about 81 miles of that, and there's 155 miles under construction, in other words, partly being built. 276 miles, or maybe somewhat a little bit more now, are in the pre-construction phase. Apparently it's time-consuming to get the property, either to acquire it or use eminent domain to go through that process. And they hope to get to, or expect to get to, 450 miles by the end of President Trump's first term or term if he doesn't serve a second term. So that's not an insignificant amount when you're coming up upon 500 miles. But I have to tell you that 180 miles when I first heard we were about at that number, it's not that much. You know, three years in, and there's a reason for that that has to do, do you want to talk about the court challenges or do you want me to explain? Go ahead. Well, as everybody knows, everything President Trump has tried to do related to immigration has been challenged as a strategy by 
opponents in court. So the issue of funding, and actually, because Mexico didn't pay for this wall or isn't paying a penny so far from what we can tell, so the money needed was tied up while these court challenges were going on. Almost all of them have ultimately been won, but they've served the purpose of delay. And in the case of the border wall, that case was won by President Trump just this past summer, a couple months ago. So now the pace is picking up, but there was a pretty big delay in putting the pedal to the metal, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, what else is, I think the other, some of the interesting things that I remember from that area, um, we went with one of the, we went with one of the local sheriffs um, and he took us to a port of entry. All right, let me build this up. Yeah. If you're going to talk Go about the thing. It. Are you going to talk about the thing I think you're going to talk about? I don't know. What do you think the I'm going to talk about? The thing we talked about before we started that I said was the most interesting part of this? Oh, I wasn't, but okay, okay we can well, talk about that. <laughs> you tell your thing first and then I'll tell the other thing. Okay. Well, I, that isn't what Cheryl's going to, Cheryl was teasing you, but <laughs> um, I think that one of the interesting things I also thought, we went to a, a port of entry uh, spot and it is really just right over the border is um, was really a could be really violent like the, the sheriff said we were just with, with less than a week uh, before we were there there were several murders like within eyesight of where we were standing cartel related murders Murder. in Mexico yeah um, they had photos there had been hits put out one cartel on the family of another these were just horrible photos of the murdered family members and the bloody violence and so I think one one question that I still have is, to what degree is Mexico helping with security? I think that I still feel like that's an unanswered question in my mind. Well, um, the Trump administration is bragging that this is like unprecedented support they're finally getting. And I think Mexico has done some to turn back a convoy yeah. of a few thousand and so on. But we all know, at least from reporting I've done the past 10 years or so, the cartels are allegedly tied into the Mexican government, the Sinaloa cartel in particular. And so you know, there's been some strange things going on there with cartel members being broken out of prison and other things happening. You just don't know where loyalties lie on the part of everybody. And not only that, they're, the cartels also run some of the, um, supposedly run some of these towns on the U.S. side. Um, there are known like safe houses or known uh, houses where um, the cartel are operating on the both on the Mexican side and on the U.S. side, and everybody knows about it. And, right, it's kind of like the un, you know, everybody knows about it. Um, and I, you know, I I'm not sure I felt that totally when we were on the U.S. side, um, maybe because we were with mostly with the sheriff's uh, department. But it, there's a little bit of an eeriness to all that. You know, on a previous trip, which you could find online. I don't know what I called it, but it was our trip to Douglas, Arizona. We went to one of those towns that's supposedly heavily controlled by the drug cartels. There are specific places. Everybody knows it. A lot of people within the community have ties and work for, it's alleged, the uh, drug cartels. So it is, you know, it's a fine line between the legal trade that goes on, which is very much encouraged, and the legal traffic, and then this, you know, sub-trade of the drugs and all that's, that happens every day. All right, let's get to what you were talking about. Okay. You were teasing everybody. Yes. Let's get to it. I just thought this was one of the most interesting things, and we talked about this before we started today, and you did too. We took a helicopter tour with Sheriff Daniels of Cochise County, who's showing us all the things going on on the border. And we see off in the distance, on the Mexican side, what looks like a section of border wall just stuck out in the middle of nowhere, a section of U.S. border wall. And he explained to us 
the cartels build these prototypes. So every time we're trying to build a new wall, they put up a prototype and practice on it so they can defeat our new wall. What did you think when you saw that? Yeah, that was wild. Um, I think they had two different kinds side by side, like two different forms of our wall. Yeah, I think it. I think that kind of, for me, that kind of solidified one. I think one big message that we I learned down there, which was the cartel are really determined. Um, so you know, Cheryl mentioned earlier that they're coming over in more rugged areas. This is another area where they're just determined to get over and figure out ways. Um, and by building this prototype on their side as a pra- like practice run. Right basically. in our faces, too. The yeah. sheriff's like, they know we see them do it. There's right. nothing we can do about it. Yeah, so that was, I think that kind of, for me, that kind of fit into that um, that theme of the cartel are really determined. So what Border Patrol said is, here, half the people don't really want to secure our border. Or maybe not half. Most people do want, polls show, a secure border. But we don't have the same will money, finances that the cartels have because they really at all costs want to move their product across the border and they will do anything that was made clear. In fact, um, one thing they've done before we got a new photo, saw a new photo of this, on that Normandy fence, which is sort of a crisscross metal barrier designed to keep vehicles from coming over. Yeah, that's way better than what I said earlier. <laughs> well, no, no, what you said was fine. It's like jagged metal. No, it's, it's a normal defense, <laughs> yes. Sorry, I, I, I know couldn't what remember you the name. But they found ways to drive vehicles over the vehicle barrier. In fact, over the corrugated metal landing map, they could drive vehicles over. They would build these makeshift ramps and get their drug vehicles kind of up this rickety, rampy thing yeah, so it could cross. It almost looks like a car on skis, even. It did, it did. So, um... I hope you thought this was interesting, the fact that we were able to quantify miles of new wall. There is not an insignificant amount that it has been built and is being built, but perhaps not as much, well, certainly not as much as President Trump hoped to happen by this time in his presidency, certainly not paid for by Mexico. And maybe it's kind of amazing any of it's done with the court challenges and the opposition that, that he's faced. If you want to learn more, we have a story about this airing on... What will the date be on Sunday? Sunday, November 5th, 17th. November 17th, that will show you some of this. If you want to look at fullmeasure.news on our website, you can watch replays of this story about the wall. And if you found this interesting, I hope you subscribe to Full Measure After Hours and share this with your friends. And leave a comment for Cheryl. She always loves that. Uh, leave a comment for Daniel. No. <laughs> People don't want to talk to me. Anyway, it's great to be with you, Cheryl, as always. your pod. This is a fun podcast. So. Yeah, I hope people think so, too. So do your own research, make up your own mind, and think for yourself. Thanks for listening.